0: Hallelujah, thank God, thank God. John, the third chapter and the 25th verse. The Bible says, Then there arose a question between some of John's disciples and the Jews about purifying. And they came unto John and said unto him, Rabbi, he that was with thee beyond Jordan, talking about Jesus, To whom thou bearest witness, behold, the same, talking about Jesus, baptizeth, and all men come to him. John answered and said, A man can receive nothing except it be given him from heaven. Ye yourselves bear me witness that I said, I am not the Christ, but that I am sent before him. He that hath the bride is the bridegroom. But the friend of the bridegroom, which standeth and heareth him, rejoiceth greatly because of the bridegroom's voice. This my joy therefore is fulfilled. And the 30th verse simply says this, He must increase, but I must decrease. Amen. He must increase, but I must decrease. Amen. And that's what I want to preach to you about today. He's got an increase, but we have to decrease. Amen. Why don't you set your Bibles down and lift your hands to the Lord. And I need some people that know how to pray to help me cry out to the Lord right now. In the name of Jesus. Come on why don't you cry out to God with all your heart uh, God we need you in this house uh, Lord you are all that we are about uh, you are the most important thing uh, in our life today uh, oh, pleasing you today is what I want to do uh, hallelujah come on does anybody want to give God everything today Come on, why don't you join up with somebody next to you right now if it's appropriate? Pray together with him. I feel the Holy Ghost in this place, I feel the miracle worker in this house. (laughs) Oh, come on. Why don't you earnestly pray right now? Lord, I want you to increase in my life. I want you in this place, God. I want you to anoint me. I want you to help me, God. Hallelujah. Why don't you clap your hands to the Lord together? Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Thank you for standing. You can be seated. Amen. I want to preach. He must increase. Everybody say, he has to increase. But I must decrease. Praise God. John the baptizer was the forerunner of Jesus Christ is what the Bible teaches us. The Bible says that, uh, speaking of John, it says he was not the light, but was sent to bear witness of the light. Praise God. Everybody say, he was not the light. He was not the light that was coming, which would be Jesus, but he was sent to bear witness of the light. And as a witness, he was there to make all men believe upon that light that would come. And so John the Baptist, he begins to preach, and his message is pretty simple. He preaches a message of repentance. Everybody say repentance. Let me tell you, if you want Jesus to come, you, you've got to repent, first of all. Amen. If you, you'll never get the Holy Ghost without repenting of your sins. That word is not uh, some scary word, some deep Greek theological word it just simply means you gotta turn around praise God I said you gotta turn around that means you used to be going one way and you gotta say Lord if you want me to go this way I'm gonna turn I used to head to the honky tonks on Saturday but now I'm gonna turn uh, and I'm gonna head to prayer meeting on Saturday night amen I used to go chew everybody out but now I'm gonna go Speak faith to them. What is that? That is a turning away. Amen. I used to partake of this, but now I'm not. I'm going to change it to something better. I used to be addicted to this, but I'm going to let go of that. And I'm going to get addicted to the Holy Ghost. I'm going to get addicted to that feeling of the presence of God all around, that is simply what repentance means is that you turn from what you were. And some people say, well, I don't have to repent because I've never really been bad. No, we were all born in sin. I said we were all born, you might have been the golden boy or the golden daughter or the queen of the house, but you were born in sin and shapen in iniquity. And if you want to get the real Holy Ghost, not the charismatic fake Suzuki Kawasaki Honda Holy Ghost, but I'm talking about when the Spirit of God gives the utterance. Uh, If you want to get the real Holy Ghost, uh, you got to turn from your old ways. Come on, everybody clap your hands. Man, and this doctrine of John the Baptist was so shocking because This is the first time that a man of God preached to people and looked them in their eyeballs individually and told them what to do. Before then, it was the nation of Israel, the tribe of Judah, or the tribe of Asher, or Gad, or whoever. Y'all need to change. You need to do this. But here comes the forerunner of Jesus Christ looking at people in their eyeballs and saying, You're a viper. What are you doing here anyway? Amen. He was a hard preacher, but he preached repentance. Amen. And it began to resonate in people's lives when they real, let me tell you, the word of God don't go out and just come back with doing nothing. When the word of God goes out, it comes back, it accomplishes. Amen. And he began to preach the word of God, repent for the kingdom of God is at Hand! Amen. Amen, And they one by one, the Bible says all over the place. They came from Judea and all over the surrounding areas and they began to be baptized in the baptism of repentance. Amen, and here comes now not the forerunner of the light, but here comes the light, whose name Jesus, and he gets down in the water and he gets baptized. And he comes up out of the water and he begins his ministry. Amen. You got John the Baptist doing his ministry. But over here, you got Jesus doing his ministry. Amen. The difference is, Amen. John ain't got the power Jesus has. Amen. John admits this, this one that I'm talking about, Jesus, he wasn't given the Spirit with a little measuring cup. Amen. He wasn't just handed a little bit of Holy Ghost, but he was given Spirit without measure. You know why that is? Because he was God. He wasn't Prophet Jesus, he was the manifestation, the incarnate God from heaven. That's why he had Spirit without measure. So, the difference in the ministry is John the Baptist is still preaching to people and he's still baptizing people into the baptism of repentance. But Jesus comes along and he begins to preach also. Amen. But he's performing miracles. When the one that has the spirit without measure, when he begins to preach and he walks around touching people, the lame get up and start dancing. The people that couldn't hear, all of a sudden they can hear now. Amen. The people that couldn't see, all of a sudden they can see now. You know what? All you need is one touch of Jesus. Man, I feel like stomping the devil right now. We don't need church as usual. We don't need a pretty message. We need to hear about Jesus. And if Jesus will walk down this aisle today and touch you, you'll leave different. You won't be mad when Jesus touches you. You won't be self-righteous after Jesus touches you. Oh, thank God, thank God, thank God. Amen. And so John's disciples come to him and tell him, Rabbi, which means teacher, he that was with thee beyond Jordan, to whom thou bearest witness, behold, the same baptizeth and all men come to him. Amen. John, uh, this Jesus that you baptize, now he's going around and he's baptizing people praise God you know what they was trying to do they was trying to start up a little church trouble praise God amen not internal church trouble church to church trouble that's even worse praise God don't hate another church don't hate on other people you you just let them have church and we'll just have church amen let them do what they're going to do we're going to do what we're going to do we're going to praise God we're going to show up for prayer meeting. Uh, when it's worship time, we're going to worship. Uh, when it's preaching time, we're going to jump up and down. We're going to say amen. Uh, if you, Amen. Praise God. And so John's disciples try to cause a little church trouble. He said, you know, John, you know that Jesus that you baptized. Now he's going around. He's baptizing people. Problem is that um, all the people now are going with him. Praise God. Oh, Lord, here's more church-to-church trouble. John, let me tell you something. Uh, The one that you baptize, he's out running around evangelizing, baptizing people. The problem is now the people ain't coming to our church. They're going to his church. Amen. John's Baptist church was shrinking. And the Jesus only church was growing. Boy, that might preach right there a little while. John, our Baptist church is shrinking down to nothing. And that Jesus church... That's where all the people are going to. You know what you know, praise God. Thank God for preachers with an excellent spirit. Because John the Baptist, the Bible said said, I'm gonna rejoice that I know the bridegroom. I'm gonna rejoice that revival is happening wherever it's happening. Praise God. Amen. John had an excellent spirit. He said he was complimentary of Jesus. He rejoiced over the fact that Jesus was the bridegroom. Amen. He understood his place in the kingdom of God. What an amazing revelation to understand your part in the kingdom of God. And he says this amazing statement. He must increase, but I must decrease. He must increase, but I must decrease. What a man. Maybe that's why the Bible says there's not one greater than John the baptizer. Amen. He knew his place in the kingdom and he was happy to do what God called him to do. Well, praise God. There are two musts in this scripture there's an increase and there's a decrease. And there's two people in the scripture there's John and there's Jesus. And John gets to decide for himself who's going to increase and who's going to decrease. John the Baptist has his own will and he can do it however he wants to. Let me tell you, when you do it however you want to, it ain't going to turn out how you think it's going to turn out. But when you do it the way God wants you to do it, it's going to work out all right. Uh, when you. And John says, I am going to. In... I think I'm going to bring in a special evangelist. Since all them people are going to that Jesus church. I'm going to have me a special program. A guy that can sing like. Whatever preach like whatever, I'm going, we don't need to lose people to that Jesus church. (laughs) Oh, no. John the Baptist knew why he was there. He said he must increase. He must increase, but I must decrease. Decrease. Amen. Do you know why John chose that? Let me tell you why. Because he knew for the kingdom of God to increase. Praise God. I'm going to preach to you. For the kingdom of God to grow, John knew that he had to decrease. If he started... I don't know why I'm doing this. but I'm just preaching a little while. John the Baptist started texting everybody in Jesus' church. Spreading things on Facebook about Jesus' church. Yeah, they keep the air too cold or the heat too high. I'm telling you, you can't make people happy. I've decided to just keep this one on 70 and Some of you can wrap up and the rest just take your fan. Praise God, I'm not Jesus. I sure can't fix everybody. Praise God, praise God. John the Baptist knew, I am the forerunner of Jesus Christ. And for this kingdom of God to spread like it needs to spread, he's got to increase... And I've got to decrease. Praise the Lord. You want more God? You want more Holy Ghost? I think you might know what I'm about to preach about. Well, you want more revival in your home? You want more revival in your own personal walk? I think you know what we got to do. John's desire was not to see John elevated, but John's desire was to see the kingdom elevated. And when everybody gets on the same page, and it's not about who gets to sing the song or Who gets to usher or who gets to play or who gets to preach but it's all about who gets the glory. When it gets to who gets the glory we're going to have some Holy Ghost Church. You ever had somebody say this well I just feel like I need to change churches because there's nothing I can do there. There's something you can do. You can decrease. You could humble yourself. You could come to prayer meeting. You could put your flesh on the altar. And if you did that, the power of God would manifest in you. And when you got up from prayer and you got the halo of the Holy Ghost on you, the kingdom increases. Come on, lift your hands to the Lord together. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus. Amen, this is what I want to preach to you about, God. I'm so glad they sang that song. God, I want more of you in 22. I I, I don't want more ability. I would love to be able to preach like great preachers, but I'm not, I don't want that. I don't want any alligator shoes. I'm not looking for a new rifle this deer season. I don't want anything in this world except him to increase in my life. Hey, if this revelation gets on you today, uh, you're gonna get a miracle in your life. See, you've been chasing after a miracle uh, when you need to be chasing after the giver of the miracles. Amen, the same people come and say, well, Would you pray God would do a miracle in my life? Amen. they'll text you and call you and tell you, will you pray that God would give me a miracle? You know what? You can chase miracles all day long and you may get hump here and a little there and maybe a little blessing there, but when you start chasing the one that gives the miracles... Solomon, what do you want? Well, I want the house paid off and a few million dollars and this and that. No, Solomon said, Lord, would you give me that wisdom? I didn't think anybody would run the aisles. But you might before we're done. Praise God. Why don't you change the way you think and say, God, if you will increase... More of you. I've tried it all. Hey, there's people in this in this church today. You came out of the hog pen. You ate the slop. You ate of the husk, and now you're sitting in the church of the living God. I tell you, you didn't walk into a sleepy valley church today. You didn't walk into a dead, no spirit church today. You walked into an apostolic, uh, Holy Ghost, uh, praying, uh, separated, uh, dedicated church. Uh, and when you're in the church uh, of the living God, anything is possible. Come on, why don't you lift your hands right now? Why don't you just say, Lord, I want more of you. I need more of you, God. Hallelujah. Amen. I want God to increase in my life. I want him to increase in our church, in our city, in our families. I want God to increase in everything that we touch. Amen. But there is a parallel between the life of John the Baptist and your own personal life. Amen. you got to make your mind up Who you're wanting to promote. You got to make up your mind. Who do you want to increase today? Are you looking to increase self today? Or are you looking to increase Christ today? Man in order for you. To get an increase of God in your life There's got to be a decreasing Of self If you want God I'm I'm preaching I hope this ain't too elementary for you Hey, I'm talking about the very basics of living for God If you want God to increase In your life You have to be willing To decrease yourself There are only so many hours in a day. There are only so much energy in a human body. There's only so much brain power that you can process things with. And if you spend all your energy and all your time and all your money trying to increase self, guess what? You will probably increase self. But when you increase self, you're going to start to notice a decrease in something else. I don't know about you, but $10 an hour more ain't worth it to me to have an empty heart. I'd rather have my cup running over and barely be able to pay my bills. Come on, I'm going to preach to the church today. You can't serve God and mammon at the same time. You're going to serve one and hate the other. Come on, you may not like this, but this is good for you right now. Hey, this is good medicine for every Christian right now. I've got to decrease for him to increase in my life. Amen. Praise God. This is what Luke writes. And when he was demanded of the Pharisees when the kingdom of God should come, he answered them and said, The kingdom of God cometh not with observation. Neither shall they say, Lo here or lo there. For behold, the kingdom of God is within you. Praise God. The kingdom of God does not come with observation or signs. <laughs> Praise God. That's why I can't hardly stand to listen to end time prophets. They're doing everything except getting close to God. Their focus is on observation of everything carnal and ignorance of everything spiritual. That's why I got a problem with it. Amen. If you don't believe the book of Acts, you don't need to read the book of Revelations. If you're not living what is taught in the epistles of Paul and Peter and James, you don't need to be in the book of Revelation telling somebody some sign or wonder. The the kingdom of God doesn't come by observation. It's not going to come by a a blood moon or a, a total eclipse. This must be God. No, the Bible said the kingdom of God is within you. You know what that means? It is within your grasp. It is close to you. The kingdom of God is next to you. And you've got the power to make it grow. And you've got the power to make it decrease. And I done made up my mind. I want him to increase. Come on, help me pray right now. In the name of Jesus Christ, I rebuke every devil in hell uh, that would come against the minds of people, uh, that would come against them and torment them oh God help this church right now hallelujah 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 amen I hope you got a desire in your heart right now God I want the kingdom of God to grow in me I hope you ain't got one of them barely make it spirits Praise. Three come ons and two preach it. Two oh me's. Praise God. I, I don't want to barely make it spirit. I want him to grow. I want him to increase. I want more anointing. I want more Holy Ghost. I want more power. I want to walk through the store and people feel the Holy Ghost on the next aisle. The Bible said that the believers would cast out devils. Amen. Praise God. It's, a lot of people think that means you got to grab somebody and make them throw up in a bucket. Amen. this is what I think it means. I think if the devil's in line at Walmart and i walk up with my cash, my stuff... I think he's gonna start squirming and take off. Yeah. So, somebody said, "Man, when I go into a hotel room, I don't know who's been there. I don't know what's happened in that room. I knowing all the windows and the doors and all that. You know what I do? I walk in and go to bed." Don't you know there may be spirits in that room. Don't you know I got the Holy Ghost and I got the power to cast out devils. When I walk in a room, the devil's got to go. When I walk down the aisle, the devil's got to go. Hey, you got enough Holy Ghost in you. You can run every devil out of town if you wanted to. Come on, let's praise God right now. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus. And you may say, well, I don't feel like that. Well, maybe you need to decrease a little bit so he can increase a little bit. And if he would increase, if he increases in your life, you're going to walk through Walmart. Walmart. Lay your hands on people and they're going to get the Holy Ghost. They're going to get a healing. Everybody wants it. Everybody wants that ability. But there's a conjunction in this sentence. He must increase. He must increase. But I must decrease. What's got to decrease in me? My strong opinions. My attitude. Well, you ain't got to amen. We're probably preaching to somebody on the internet. Praise God. My short temper. Not really the worshiping kind. Has got to decrease. Yeah. You got to get out of your comfort zone. Yeah. Yeah. Hey. Your little vices have got to decrease. Well, I'm just going to preach. I'm glad they didn't sing long. Our self-righteous spirits have to decrease or you'll never grow in God. You you ever get to a plateau and it seems like you can't go no higher? Why don't you look in the mirror and think about the way you judge people? Hey, praise God. The more Holy Ghost you get, the less self-righteous you'll be. You'll understand, who am I to judge another man's servant? If this person says they belong to God, who am I? And if this person comes to church living for God, who am I to say? I tell you what I do, I would stop up my own well. I would mess up my own blessing If you feel like somebody ain't right because of something they do and you don't do or blah, 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 you know what y'all ought to do? You ought to pray. And sure not try to be their pastor. Praise God. Let me tell you something. And then I, praise God. I'm just going to tell you something. Praise God. Ain't God good to us. God, fill me with that wisdom of Solomon right now. In the name of Jesus. When you take it upon yourself to instruct people in righteousness, what you have done is you've put yourself in the place of ministry. Praise God. Without the calling and without the hedge. You stepped into something you wasn't called to step into. You, you were called to be a light. Well, praise God. You may not like the way people do things. What you all do is probably pray for two people. Them and yourself. You, let me tell you something about praying. It'll make you decrease. Praise God. I said, it'll make you decrease. Prayer will humble you. And that's why a lot of people don't like to pray. Because when you start praying, God starts dealing. I, I've seen God start dealing before. Because they'll be praying all of a sudden. Let's change the subject. Is there anything else we can talk about, Lord? No, he wants you to get back underneath that pew and let him deal. Amen. We live in a world that glamorizes increase. That glamorizes the increase of the flesh. Glamorizes the, the billionaires and the Hollywood stars and the singers and the, and the musicians and all the, the football players and the, all the athletes and it tries to put them up on a pedestal you know what them people have done their whole life they have promoted self praise God you know what the problem with promoting self is is that eventually, self will fail you. If your whole life is focused on me increasing, you're going to end up in trouble. See, there was a man named Judas that thought if I had 30 more pieces of silver, I'd be happy. So his focus was on increasing self. And it happened. But an increase in self didn't make him happy. Because when self increased, Jesus decreased. And he realized, I'm not happy with this pocket full of money. See, a lot of people put money over church, family, their marriage. You don't just, you can be seated. People put the love of money over everything. And when they get it, they're just like Judas. They realize I have increased but God has decreased. I didn't realize it when I was broke, being one of the 12 disciples walking around, I was happy. I didn't. I'm I'm gonna preach to this church. We are gonna go to a new level in 22. We are gonna get our eyes off of this world. We're going to get our eyes off the success of this world uh, and get our eyes back on Jesus uh, who is soon to return. Uh, and if we'll get our eyes on him, he's going to increase. You realize the happiest days of your life are when you are with Jesus. You you got the Holy Ghost. You know exactly what I'm talking about. You know the peace of God that is just surrounds you when you are right with God. And you know what it's like when you've been worrying about self. And all of a sudden, you just, it ain't like it was. You be seated. You ain't like it was anymore tell you what happened when Jesus decreases in your walk, you can always look to yourself and see what you've been focusing on. Thank God for everybody that's got businesses and good jobs and all these things and proud for you but I'm not proud for you when you start substituting this for that because I know how this works out I know when you increase he's going to decrease I'm going to beat this dead horse until it wakes up Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. We got a new year, new chance. I want your focus to be more of God, more of God. Amen. If you've already made goals and it says make 50 cents more an hour, praise God. There's nothing wrong with that goal, but it, it needs to be last. Well, hallelujah. Praise God. If your goal says, I want to, um, you know, I want to travel to Europe and see the colonial buildings, amen. Take that from the top and put it on the bottom. Yeah. Nothing wrong with going to Europe. Problem is, is when you work overtime all year long and can't come to church because you're saving money to go to Europe. You'll get to see some dirty buildings and dirty streets, and, but you won't feel Jesus anymore. Well, praise God. Is this all right? How about this? 2022, I'm going to decrease my social media and increase my Bible study. Well, about 10 people. Well, hallelujah. How about I'm going to decrease my will and increase leaning toward his will for my life. You may not like this one. I'm going to decrease my personal spending on self. and increase my spending in the house and the kingdom of God. Well, that went over. What if you said, I'm going to up my offerings this year by 5% or 10%? What would that do? That would make the kingdom of God increase. Well, Hallelujah. What about this? I'm going to decrease my sitting on the recliner and increase my sitting on the pew. Please forgive me. I just came up with a few ways to you could decrease and he could increase. Praise God. Amen. What about this? I'm going to decrease my talking on the phone and increase my talking to Jesus. Oh, hey, this is good preaching right here. Praise God. I've got to decrease. Man, this was a, two parts. And they're so tied together that he can't increase until you decrease. Praise God. It, you, you, he cannot grow in your life without you humbling your life. Praise God. He can't use you if he's never around you. Oh, hang on. He can't use you if you're never around him. It breaks my heart that people live in this town, drive by this church, come to this town, buy groceries, come to this town, pay their electric bill, come to this town, buy stamps, come to this town to do all kinds of stuff. And never stop at his house and talk to him. I got some amazing job security. I'm going to keep preaching this till the day I'm raptured. If you realize what 10 minutes a day of prayer would do for your life how much God would increase in your life if you would put your phone down, put your Facebook down, put your Instagram down, turn off your phone for a minute and just focus on God. If you've never been there, it's kind of like trying to Explain something that doesn't exist in your thought processes. If you've never been in the garden and felt him in the cool of the day walk through, I just have to encourage you till you try it. Amen. But if you ever try it and you feel the power wrap itself around you, like 80. 80 ladies in this church, I think 90. Ladies prayer meeting on Friday mornings about five people. If they're all working, that's that's totally understandable. If they're all on Instagram, praise God. It's getting quiet. Tell you what I'm doing. I'm gonna make my job easier. Praise God. If you would let God increase in your life, you would probably add years to my life. You would come to prayer meeting and pray until you got a breakthrough, you would add years to my life. Praise God. Everybody say, I got a decrease. Amen. Without prayer, you can't decrease. Self will never decrease without a prayer life. The works of the flesh will never decrease without a prayer life. Jealousy will never decrease without a prayer life. Envy will never decrease without a prayer life. Hatred will never decrease without getting into the presence of God. Well, praise God. I just got a little bit more to preach but I'm going to preach it. I'm so thankful that that little boy that was in the Bible that had two fishes and five loaves, I'm so thankful that he was okay with a self-decrease. What do you think about that little boy with two two fishes and five loaves? Are, Are you glad he was okay with a little decrease of his personal wealth? Where's he going? What happened when the little boy decreased? The kingdom of God increased. Now, in our mind, we think two fishes minus two fishes equals zero fishes. Five loaves minus five loaves equals zero loaves. No, that's what they teach you in school. That ain't what they teach you at church. At church, we teach you how God operates. Because He gave us two fishes and He gave us five loaves and He turned around and He got to eat at a buffet. He didn't eat ramen noodles. He ate the same fish that he brought to church, but he had all that he wanted. So what is two minus two? Only God knows that answer. What is five minus five? Whatever you got enough faith for it to be. Because the Bible said they fed 5,000 men plus the women and children, and they took up 12 baskets of fragments. Now listen to this. The Bible doesn't explicitly say this anywhere, and I'm not preaching this at a doctrine, but I know how God works. I've just got a feeling I know who got the 12 baskets to take home with them. Y'all might not like this preaching, but I love it. Amen. You know why? Because when I couldn't afford to pay my tithes, I just kept paying my tithes. When I couldn't afford to pay offering, I'd say, honey, just pay it. And guess what? I never ran out of fish. I never ran out of loaves. But every time I would go home with extra say I don't know where this miracle came from but God has provided problem is people get so short minded and simple minded if I give away my one hour a day where I drink coffee I can't go pray for an hour that's my me time you need to quit worrying about me for a little while Whoever came up with me time, I tell you what'll change your me time is some little bit of knee time. When you get on your knees and say, Jesus, would you help me? I'm telling you, it'll change your attitude. It'll change your spirit. It'll change everything. Come on, lift your hands to the Lord together right now. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Don't think the pastor wants you to decrease so you'll have less money and less time and less friends and That's a lie of the devil. The pastor wants you to put your flesh on the altar and make it decrease want you to mortify the deeds of the body. Why? So God So God can grow in you. I'm telling you, when you get the spirit of God so thick, so powerful, it, it just brings blessings. It just brings miracles. I mean, this is what the Bible said. Give and it shall be given unto you. Before I go any further, he he was talking about giving financially. But this book ain't just good for financial miracles. Amen. I'm going to say it like this. You ought to give your children to God. You ought to give your marriage to God. You ought to give your time to God. You ought to give your thoughts. What will God do when you give? The Bible said he will give unto you. Good measure. Press down, shaken together and running over. Shall men give into your bosom for with the same measure can I say it like this with the same measuring cup with the same measuring cup you use it shall be measured back to you now if you want a half a cup of miracles give him a half a cup of praise cheat him on your tithes and offerings and give him a teaspoon here and there if you want a teaspoon back? Give him a teaspoon. But the Bible said, He that sows sparingly shall reap sparingly. But he that sows abundant shall reap abundant. Hey, at some point we got to get past the 90 second sleepy prayer and start giving him some red hot. What do you want when you want God to answer you? We want a lightning bolt out of heaven. Then we go to prayer meeting. And then get up and go talk to everybody in the gossip hall. Oh, let us have a little talk with all of our gossip buddies. Let us tell them all about our troubles. They will hear our faintest cry and they're going to tell us how bad their life is. When you feel a little gossip wheel turning, you know somebody's going to get burned. Oh yeah, just go ahead and have a little message time with your gossip buddies if you want to. But I'm going to come in here and I'm going to talk to Jesus. Jesus. I'm gonna tell him all about my troubles. And when I tell him about mine, he's gonna hear. I said he's gonna hear, I'm gonna give to him. Praise God. Lift your hands to the Lord together. Hallelujah. Come on, in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Come on, let's have a little prayer meeting right now. I feel like there's some John the Baptist in this church right now, All you need to do is make up your mind, I'm going to decrease. It ain't going to be about me. Oh, God, less of me. More of you. Come on, church, let's pray right now. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, in the name. Come on, let's turn it into a house of prayer right now. Come on, I think with just a little bit of surrender and God's going to turn something around. Just a little bit of effort. Every decrease. Everything that you give up for God. Oh, everything you're willing to do for him. Oh, Jesus. Oh, Jesus. Oh, (laughs) hallelujah. 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 Come on, what is it in your heart right now? Come on, what is it in your heart that God's dealing with you about? Come on, it ain't all sins. The Bible refers to weights that so easily besets you. Its weights cause God to decrease in your life. Come on, let the fire of the Holy Ghost come upon you. Come on, these altars are open. I wish everybody would find a place to pray. Hallelujah. I wish everybody would just get the same goal. I want more of you. More of you. I want you to increase. I want your kingdom to increase. Oh, come on, church, just pray. Come on, make some commitments to God. Come on, you've already tried everything. Oh <laughs>